Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Relentless Dairy on Podbean.com. Welcome to the land of bourbon and bad decisions. This is Relentless Daring live on Podbean.com and the Podbean app. Um, I am your host, Tyler Morgan. It is great to be here again. Oh, boy. Um, so I'm I'm going to do my best after the last few weeks to kind of take a step back and relax. Just engage in some breathing exercises, center myself, be all calm cool, collected, provide rational takes on things, not just flying off the flying off the handle and yelling at the microphone. It's not the microphone's fault that people are stupid. I shouldn't take out my anger and frustration on this really expensive, you know, pod mic microphone from Rode. I shouldn't do it. <laughs> and Steve's already through. He, he's already pointed out the flaw in this argument, and he's just said, fat chance of that. Thank you, Steve, for keeping me on track. Anywho's, um, so if you've missed it this week, um, the, I got it up here as uh, Mandate Palooza as the first word of the about, because, well, mandates, mandates, and more mandates. Apparently, we're not allowed to have woman dates. They have to be mandates. Oi. Um, but on top of that, as I was doing all the research for this tonight, I started seeing news stories that I hadn't seen this week. They got buried. So before I get into the mandate palooza, I'd like to discuss a few things. But first, I'm going to pay some bills. I want to talk to you about Keto Chow. Keto Chow is a small company out of Utah that uses the absolute best ingredients to make the absolute best weight loss products available on the market. Their first goal is flavor. Who wants to drink something as a meal replacer that tastes like crap? Keto Chow understands that this is a hard barrier for a lot of companies to break through, so they have some of the best flavors. Cookies and cream, chocolate, vanilla, real strawberry. These are the best shakes I've ever had. I've been using them for a few months now, and they are amazing. So go to the link in the show notes, check it out. You can search for recipes on how you can use their Keto Chow products to make amazing foods that taste amazing and help with your weight loss goals. KetoChow.xyz. Keto made easy. All right, so what these stories that got buried, it was popping up on Twitter as people were noticing it, was... um. 
letters from the White House sent to certain members of the boards of military academies, namely the U.S. Military Academy at West Point and the Naval Academy at Annapolis. Now, these letters that they were getting from the White House were resign. And the people who were receiving these, and this is going to sound a little crazy, a little conspiratorial, a little Alex Jones, where is where is my tinfoil hat? Because this is Alex Jonesy. These are Trump appointees. People like Kellyanne Conway. Sean Spicer, which I can see an argument made. Well, what? I mean, they're mouthpieces for Donald Trump. Well, at least in Sean Spicer's, uh, at least on his, you know, resume, he was a lieutenant commander in the United States Naval Reserves. Uh, for you non-Navy folk, that's, uh, that's equivalent to a major if you're Army, Air Force, or Marine Corps. So, so we're so we're clear on that. But anyways, you, you also have people like former Defense Intelligence Agency Commander H.R. McMaster, retired. Um, he got a letter. Uh, General Keene also got one of these letters saying, no, you need you need to resign. I'm like, huh, wonder why that is. Well, I mean, it's obvious. But, but again, if I'm saying it's because they're Trump appointees, I'm going full Alex Jones. They're turning the freaking frogs gay. They're putting chemicals in the water. They're, the shrimp are losing their governors. That, that, it's insane. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's kind of been confirmed. Uh, that's the reason why. From Jen Saki. Which, by the way, if you go to relentlessdaring.com slash shop, you can get your Saki Sucks mug. Get your Saki Sucks coffee mug at relentlessdaring.com slash shop. Anywho's. The, uh, when Jen Psaki was asked about this, at first it seemed like an okay answer. These are appointees, and, you know, we had to make sure, you know, they're in line with the traditions of the service, blah, 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 blah. And then she added one, one little, one little stinger to that that really set the tone of really, what really the the motivation behind telling these people they need to resign or be fired. Quote, they need to align with the agenda of this administration. End quote. So yes, the reason they're being told to resign is because they don't align with with the direction that this administration is wanting to take the military. 
my question is, what direction is that? People, they, they want people in leadership like Staff Sergeant Justin Bieber from a couple weeks ago, who, if given the order to shoot Americans, they will not hesitate. Is that the direction they're wanting to go? Uh, they they want they want a military of woke beta soy boys in the infantry. They want to send the Navy SEAL teams in to a to a hostage rescue situation overseas. And hey, y'all need to stop shooting at me. It's like totally it's like totally hurting my feels. Seriously, stop it. I mean, this is redonkulous. We need to have a military that is strong, that is lethal, that is willing to take the fight to the enemy wherever the enemy may be. Not, and one that will tell civilian leadership No, we're not going to do that because that goes against the very founding of who we are. That will stand up against, you know, potentially illegal orders. Unfortunately, it seems like the puppet master, I mean, ooh, wow. I about went full Alex Jones there saying there's puppet masters controlling Joe Biden. But the... This administration, they want military leaders that are compliant. That will just do what they're told because you're an officer in the United States Army. You will do it. And that's really scary. And, you know, there's a kid that I know from Fort Hood who he's getting ready to take the ASVAB so he can enlist... Now he's currently involved in uh, Air Force Junior ROTC at his high school. And as psyched as he is about joining the military, I just want to, I just want to tell him, dude, don't do it. Because a lot of the stuff that your dad raised you believing, a lot of stuff that you grew up with, on military installations as an army brat. <laughs> it don't exist anymore. Hell, is since this day 20 years ago, our country doesn't really seem to exist anymore. I'm 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 going to go into that later, but it's sad you look at this country in the road we've traveled in the last 20 years, and it's like, oh, my God. What the hell happened to us? But first, we got to talk about, got to talk about Joey. Yes, old Joey numbers has been added again. Oh, my goodness. Telling people how they're going to live their lives and what you can do to, you know, be able to continue to work in this country. So 
I'm going to break it down from the other day. Measures, these are going to take time to have full impact. But if we implement them, I believe, and the scientists indicate, that the months ahead, we can reduce the number of unvaccinated Americans. I'm going to stop right there because, yes, yes, you can reduce the number of unvaccinated Americans. However, the ways you want to do it, well, it might reduce some, reduce numbers for some people who will be compliant and it's okay if you will make me do it. But for others, it's just, it's just going to further entrench them in their, into their positions. Decrease hospitalizations and deaths and allow our children to go to school safely and keep our economy strong by keeping businesses open. Okay, again, with things that are proposed, I haven't even gotten to yet. We're going to be looking at a worker shortage. If you have a worker shortage because you don't have people going to work because they lost their damn jobs, how are you going to build a more robust economy? It's hard to build an economy where you don't have people working, making money, and putting money back into the damn economy. But I digress. First, We must increase vaccinations among the unvaccinated with new vaccination requirements. Of the nearly 80 million eligible Americans who have not gotten vaccinated, many said they were waiting for approval from the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA. Well, last month, the FDA granted that approval. So, the time for waiting is over. This summer, we made progress through the combination of vaccine requirements and incentives as well as the FDA approval. Four million more people got their first shot in August than they did in July. Yes, that did happen. And it was always going to be, once you hit a certain point, you're going to get peak vaccination. It was going to slump off. That's how it always goes with these big vaccination pushes. I mean, it took, Six years, six years after the sock vaccine was approved by the FDA to get to 50% of popul- of eligible people being, being vaccinated. Six years to get to 50%. We started mass vaccinations with three different COVID vaccinations. Well, one vaccination, two therapeutics. We started that mass vaccinations in January. In nine months, we have gotten to 190 million Americans, eligible Americans, having at least one dose of the vaccine. Just like with Operation Warp Speed, bringing a bringing a vaccine or therapeutic to market in a record time, we have achieved another record in getting these vaccines into people. 
And then acting like, oh my God, it suddenly slowed down. I'm shocked. That means you're not paying attention. Of course, then again, it is Sleepy Joe who can barely read a teleprompter without getting lost. And blah, blah, blah. Ah, time for pudding. They, they, they play up these vaccines. Oh, they work. They work. Yeah, and most people who have the vaccine, if they do contract coronavirus, it does reduce the severity of illness. Joe gave a stat that one out of every 100-some-odd thousand people will be hospitalized. I have a friend who he lost his mom last year to coronavirus. Currently, his fully vaccinated sister and brother-in-law are both hospitalized with the vid. The fully vaccinated, uh, oh, daggum, that stupid boxer's name. Yeah, I'm having a brain fart. Yep. A very famous boxer, world champion, whose name I can't remember. I feel like a jackass. Oscar De La Hoya. Thank you, Lady Die. Oscar De La Hoya, fully vaccinated, hospitalized with COVID. Yeah, it, it's the big names. People, oh, well, well, the big names. Of course, you're going to point them out. Well, Joe Rogan got diagnosed with COVID, and you know what he did? Him, along with his doctor, who decided, you know what? You don't want to sit around and wait and see if this thing progresses. We're going to hit it. We're going to throw the kitchen sink at it. Hey, you know, he got the, you know, he got the, you know, the antibody treatment. He got the you know, ivermectin, the zinc, the vitamin D, all these things that they say your body needs. You know, the things that say your body needs to fight it on its own, plus the ivermectin. And I'm pretty sure it was probably human ivermectin, like what is given around the world to treat, you know, human parasitic illnesses like roundworms or hookworms or tapeworms. Or in 2012, they discovered that it has antiviral properties. <gasps> oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Ivermectin has antiviral properties and is highly effective in the treatment of yellow fever. Which, last time I checked, yellow fever is a viral illness. Something I've been vaccinated for multiple times thanks to the thanks to my you know years in the United States Army. Oh, you're getting ready to play again. Give him a yellow fever shot. <laughs> Steve says, see, without the vaccine, it was worse. Why didn't Ro- General Rogan just get the vaccine? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's Ugh, so dumb. We we expect all these people just to, to cave. 
My question is why in the year and a half of dealing with COVID, it's been 18 months to the day since 15 days to flatten the curve. How come we still don't know how to treat it preemptively? Why is it we can look around the world and see where they're using hydroxychloroquine? Look around the world and see where they're using ivermectin. India? Ivermectin was given out. They stopped giving it out in a couple states in India. They said, no, we're not going to use this to treat COVID. And the Delta variant caused a massive spike in deaths. Whereas all the states around them weren't seeing the bump. So they immediately, in the most populous state in the country of India, began giving ivermectin as a treatment for early detected cases of COVID. And shockingly, their spike was Stop dead in its tracks, if you will. <laughs> so, uh, Tom Hughes, I have no clue who Tom Hughes is, but bro, so true. I got COVID vaccine, now I like men. Oh my gosh. Yeah, these side effects. It's like, I've recently been diagnosed as having bradycardia, which means my heart rate slows down to... An unconscionably slow level. I've also been diagnosed with SND. Sinus, something, 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 something. Basically, as my heart's beating, it likes to take a break for a few seconds and then then start up again. Apparently, my heart has to catch its breath. So the last thing I want to do is inject something into me. That could cause myocarditis. No, Tom, I am not single. I've been happily married for almost 20 years. Um, however, if you, uh, however, if you, uh, hook up with, uh, pretty princess Steve, he is a sailor and, you know, you know how those, you know how those, uh, submariners are, they, uh, all the all those individual men go down and all those couples come back up. <laughs> oh my gosh. But anyways, back to Joe Biden's in, inane ramblings. But we need to do more. This is not about freedom or personal choice. It's about protecting yourself and those around you. The people you work with, the people you care about. People you love. My job as president is to protect all Americans. Uh, no, your job as president is to, according to your oath, faithfully execute the duties as president and to uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States of America against all enemies, foreign and domestic. So help you, God. That is your job as president. However, let's back that up just a few seconds here. You have to get the vaccine to protect those around you. Hold on. 
if my coworkers are all vaccinated and I'm not, aren't they protected? That's why they got the damn vaccine to begin with. Ah, I'm going to get this to keep me from getting a disease. Okay, you know what? If for some reason we have biological warfare and smallpox is re-released onto humanity, guess what? If someone comes around me with smallpox, I'm not too concerned. You know why? Because I've been vaccinated against smallpox. Twice. I'm not very concerned if your child, they, they love to bring up, well, your kids have to get vaccinations to go to school, man. If your children have been vaccinated against varicella, the virus that causes chicken pox, if little Johnny down the road comes down with chicken pox, are you concerned that your child could possibly catch chicken pox even though they're vaccinated? No. So the whole idea of, well, uh, if you're unvaccinated, you can make vaccinated people sick. Well, then what the hell is the point of the vaccination? Oh, well, it keeps you from getting as sick if you do get it. Well, cool, that's awesome. But here's the thing. Israel, or not Israel, Oxford University. They did a study that showed that vaccinated people, more specifically vaccinated healthcare workers, were acting as typhoid Marys because they were carrying 251 times more COVID Delta variant virus in their sinuses and the nasal passages than unvaccinated people with the original virus. I had some clown on, on the Twitters. Well, you're comparing two different types of viruses, man. And they pointed out that it they actually had the link to the study. I applaud you, person who was arguing with me over something asinine. That unvaccinated sick people do carry up to a thousand times more virus in their nose. However, if the virus stops you from getting sick, why do you still have such a large uh, viral load in your nose if it works. So that means you have vaccinated people, like I said, playing typhoid Mary and spreading it around. So no, getting vaccinated doesn't protect my neighbor. It doesn't protect my coworker. All it does is it reduces the likelihood that I will end up in the hospital. You know what else reduces that likelihood? Having a good diet, getting exercise, being out in the sun, 
a lot so my body makes vitamin D and then taking vitamin D on top of it and some zinc. You know, the same things that we tell people all the freaking time during cold and flu season. It's ridiculous. Not that long ago, we had a new strain of flu. You know what we got told? Wash your hands. A new strain of the flu virus that kills tens of thousands every year. And we got told, wash your hands. Don't cough into your hands. Cough into your elbow. Sneeze into your elbow. Stay If you're sick, stay home. That's what we got told because it's common freaking sense. But again, I digress. Back to the inane ramblings of a dementia-addled old person. So tonight, I'm announcing that the Department of Labor is developing an emergency rule to require all employers with 100 or more employees that together employ over 80 million workers to ensure their workforces are fully vaccinated. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. The Department of Labor. Coming in and using using uh, whatever regulatory bodies they can, probably OSHA, because, you know, Oh, that's an occupational health thing, so OSHA needs to be involved. To create legislation. Which is weird because they're not a legislative body. However, thank you, United States Congress, for delegating your freaking job. To a bunch of unqualified, frankly... callous and indifferent bureaucrats. These are the people who will say this process makes your job 10 times harder, but it's safer. And if you don't do it, the company does not have to pay your workman's comp should you get injured. And if the company's not enforcing you do it this way, we will find the crap out of your company. Even though the fix could be something way more simple. Because they don't think about things like that. That's one of my big complaints with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration when I was driving over the road. You have bureaucrats who have never held a commercial driver's license ever in their life. They probably never even seen one who come up with ridiculous things in the name of federal motor carrier safety, 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 safety. No, I'm sorry. Do I really need to take a half hour lunch break at some point during my first eight hours of driving? Do I have to? Really? How does that half hour to sit and eat something 
or screw around on my phone or whatever, how does that improve safety? Which is one of the great things about running over dimension-wise, pulling a flatbed, because I got an exemption to that half-hour break. I could drive the full 11 hours if I needed to. It was awesome. So many other things. Ah, you cannot drive more than 11 hours. Why? Why why is 11 hours the, the magic number? If I can have 14 hours on duty, why can't I have... 14 hours of drive time. Just a thought. The people who do this have no clue what they're doing. And using OSHA to come in and force this on people, you have to ask yourself. You Sean Connery from, uh, from The Untouchables ha- has to be just sitting there in the church pew next to you. What are you prepared to do? I know, my Sean Connery accent sucks, whatever. Suck it, nerds. What are you prepared to do? There are those who do not have a choice. They have no other means. They don't want the vaccine, but they have to put food on the table. They have to to keep a house over their kids' heads. Not capitulating is not a choice for them. And that sucks. It ultimately sucks. Me? I have I have my VA disability. If I got to, if I've have, they have to fire me, they have to fire me. I'm not just going to roll over. Oh, well, I guess uh, $23 an hour is hard to give up. I guess I'll get it. I will fight tooth and nail. If they say, well, you need to need a religious exemption, I will get my religious exemption because, oh, you're in the military. You had all these, you had to get all these vaccines. Yeah. But here's the thing. I wanted to be in the military. I had a bit of this thing called a religious calling that took me into military service. As part of being in the military, I had to get vaccines. It was a voluntary enlistment. I was not coerced into joining. I was not conscripted. I volunteered. Well, okay, if you're volunteering, these are shots you have to get. But since I've been out of the military in the last four years, I've gotten exactly zero vaccinations. Not one flu shot. Not one. I've not gotten a booster on anything I've been given in the military. So I can make the argument. 
It's like, well, yeah, I was in the military. I volunteered and, you know, do what I got to do. But here, as a civilian, Missouri's a right-to-work state. No union can tell me I can't work if I'm not part of the union. No high-minded, crazy-ass government bureaucrat is going to tell me that I cannot work. I will continue to work. I put out a little tongue-in-cheek letter addressing this issue from the desk of the owner of Relentless Daring Media Productions, i.e. me, saying that I will not impose this on my employees, i.e. me, or my producers caged up in the other room, or my co-host who's probably sleeping on a couch somewhere. I assure that no one from this company of Relentless Daring Media Productions will ever harass or harangue anybody who chooses to wear a mask, who chooses to get the vaccine. Nor will they do the same to those who don't mask or don't get the vaccine. Because here at this company... We believe that medical decisions are yours and yours alone to make. I really want to keep going on with this Joe Biden clip. I do, but the fact of the matter is he laid out a plan where he will use whatever government levers that he can pull or that, you know, his puppet masters can guide his hand to and clumsily yank to make this happen. My wife's a teacher. I bet you the Department of Education will come up with something for teachers. I would be shocked if the Department of Veterans Affairs did not decide to link further medical treatment to getting the stupid shot. Now, if Joe Biden wants to tell, you know, the federal workforce that is under the purview of the executive branch of the United States of America that you will get this shot, that's, yeah, that's, that's on you, buddy. You, you can make that call. Just like in 2003 when the government told me, hey, you're getting ready to go, go to Iraq. You're going to get this anthrax vaccination that is still under emergency use authorization and not fully approved. And even though the likelihood of having a smallpox dirty bomb lobbed at you is minuscule, you're still going to get a smallpox vaccination. Meanwhile, congressional staff is exempt 
Huh, that's weird. Courthouse staffs, federal courthouse staffs, are also exempt. Weird. And the United States Postal Service is also exempt. Huh. I wonder why that is. Could it be the absolute lack of postal workers? Qualified mail handlers? How much money is Joe Biden getting from the Postal Workers Union? Kind of like uh, Pfizer was the first company to get their quote-unquote vaccine, FDA-approved. It's weird, though, that the uh, guy who left the, left the office of the, uh, as commissioner of the FDA six months ago, shortly after getting their, appro- their FDA approval, they announced that he was given a seat on their board. Isn't that crazy? Put my Alex Jones tinfoil hat on here, but that sounds uh almost like a uh, oh what what's that called when you give money to somebody or offer a service or a good to someone in exchange for some sort of action that that's usually not uh not above board a bribe yeah that it sounds like a bribe if you ask me but again. I just put my Alex Jones hat on, and 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 the shrimp are not just swimming up to the naked ladies on on the roof. They're jumping off and breaking their legs, hacking their arms off, and feeding them to the birds. And the freaking frogs are all freaking gay. I know it's it's ridiculous. I would think that a former government official accepted a position with a pharmacy company. A pharmaceutical company, excuse me, I apologize. In exchange for the, we'll let some of this stuff go, like, and we'll, uh, we'll exempt you from, you know, being liable for any uh, bad reactions that people might have. I know it, it, it's ridiculous. That I would think these things, but. I do. All right. So I'm going to take a quick break and I want to go into something I think is far more, far more important than talking about these cucks in, in DC who are just absolutely ruining everything. I'll be right back. Drizzly is the leading home alcohol delivery service available. Imagine being able to sit at home and pull up your smartphone and browse your favorite wine, beer, spirits, and then have it delivered to your home in as little as one hour. Go to drizzly.com or check out the link in the show notes and start shopping today. Not available in all areas? Please drink responsibly. Drizzly.com. So I'm going to talk to you about Built Bar. 
We've all had protein bars before. Most of them taste like cardboard and they're gross, nasty. It leave a funky aftertaste in your mouth. Built Bar, their goal for starting off was flavor first. Every bar is covered in either pure dark chocolate or white chocolate for those special ones that come out. You have nine regular flavors and then they have the special flavors they bring out every so often. They are absolutely amazing. My, personally, my favorite, mint brownie. Oh, my God. So go to Built.com. Check it out. Go through their selection of Built Bars, Built Go Energy Drink, uh, Built Broth, all their, all their fine selections of amazing products. Built.com. Use the promo code RELENTLESS to save 10%. Built.com. As I am recording this, it is September 11th, 2021. 20 years ago, our world changed. I was 17 years old. I had been an enlisted member of the Missouri National Guard for 20 days. 20 days, 80 days. I spent that morning on the practice field. I was in marching band. I spent that morning bickering with my section leader because while she had been a tuba player for years, just that just that year I'd picked up the instrument because, hey, we need to know the tuba player. You've got a great set of lungs, blah, blah, blah. All these reasons that they wanted me to do it. So I'd spent the morning bickering with her because not only am I learning the instrument, I'm also trying to memorize 15 minutes of music as well as, you know, a field show. And it was just absolutely just shocking when, I remember after we got done and I went to my ag class and you know, we were all say, hey, we have to go get feed to take out to the farm. So who wants to go? Well, shoot, that's free coffee. I'll, I'll go get free coffee and load up grain in the back of the bus. And I remember hearing something about, oh, my gosh, a, a plane. A pl- how's a plane accidentally crash into the World Trade Center? And it was just a snip because everyone was being really loud. And so I didn't really, wasn't able to hear what that was said. And then we got back, the other teacher met us at the bus door and told us what had happened. By the time we got back, 
both towers had already been hit, and we knew what was going on. Is it, is, are they going to be able to get somebody up here? Well, of course, ma'am. We're coming up for you. Well, there's no one here yet, and the floor is completely engulfed. We're on the floor, and we can't breathe. Okay. And it's very, very, very hot. It's very, is, are the lights still on? That was such an incredibly tragic day. Um, we still had to go on. We, As much as we just wanted to sit and watch as... Everything was happening. Then we saw those towers fall. And any time we went outside, just I, I just remember the the I just remember the sky just being so crystal clear. It was in the, the most beautiful day I'd seen in forever. Hell, in New York, the night before, had one of the worst thunderstorms they'd experienced in years. But that day is something meteorologists still still can't figure out is how the entire country did not have a single cloud in the sky. And I remember this odd, the odd noise of nothing. No planes, no helicopters, none of that. My town has a little municipal airport that has a lot of air traffic. It's all small planes, but there was nothing flying. We we later learned that the FAA had done something they had never done before. They ordered the grounding of every flight in the United States. The only things that were flying was Air Force One and its escort as George Bush was loaded up from the school in Florida where he had been reading to children when he heard about what happened. And and he, again, like I said, we had to just keep going. He continued to read to the kids until he got to an opportunity, a more respectful place to address what was going on. Um, I just remember being absolutely terrified because... You know, like I said, I was a new enlistee about with the National Guard. So I knew at that point the definition of my service was changed. I didn't know that a year and a half later from that point I'd be getting ready to go to Iraq where I'd spend the first year of my marriage that I wasn't even, that I didn't even know was going to happen at the time. 
I remember people being lined up for blocks to get gas because the the price gouging on gas immediately happened in my town. Gas had been a dollar something, jumping up to almost $3 a gallon. And there was only one gas station in town that wasn't jacking the price of fuel up. And when I got out of school, it took me an hour to get through, to get just, you know, 10, 15 bucks for my truck, whatever I was putting in at the time. My brother, he was a, he was stationed, he was stationed in Germany at the time. And he had just come in from doing a field problem. We'd been out, you know, doing maneuvers for the past week. Walked into the day room of his barracks. Just in time to see the towers fall. Two airplanes have crashed into the World Trade Center in an apparent terrorist attack on our country. I have spoken to the Vice President, to the Governor of New York, to the Director of the FBI, and have ordered that the full resources of the federal government go to help the victims and their families. My brother was part of the vanguard. He he was in the process of getting ready to go to uh, Fort Bragg, North Carolina, where he would deploy to Afghanistan as part of the advance party for the 82nd Airborne. He was part of the vanguard that went to this fight on terror. I wouldn't have my trip to Afghanistan until 10 years later. And just seeing how quickly the world changed immediately. Um, at first, it was great. Everyone, everyone was just wanted to help each other. You could have people with differing political opinions, and it wasn't that person is the other, they're bad, kill them. It was, eh, Bob's a liberal. He thinks what he thinks, but hey, he's my neighbor. Oh, there's Fred. He's just conservative, and ah, he's good people. So much of that has gone away. These days, you see tragedies happen, and it's immediately one side pointing at the other and blaming them. It, It doesn't matter. It's just all just a show fight anymore. Our government, it, it took the opportunity because as we found out during the Obama administration with the, that you, you don't let a crisis go to waste. The Patriot Act, which had been written almost five years before during the Clinton administration, 
but was just waiting for the right time to go through Congress because it, it had never passed before. Was nearly unanimously approved in the House and Senate and signed by George W. Bush, expanding what the government can do to us in the name of our own safety. I had a post that I put on Facebook that I think really sums up all of this. Let's have to find it really quick. kind of warfare and we need the help of the spirit of god so i'm gonna read this facebook post and then that's gonna wrap up the show for this week Where were you when the world stopped turning on that September day? Possibly the most prescient question asked following this day 20 years ago. Alan Jackson got to the quick of it. 20 years ago, we watched in horror as 3,000 of our brothers, sisters, mothers, fathers, neighbors, and strangers alike were killed in the single deadliest terror attack in the world. We honored those heroes who ran into the World Trade Center 1 and 2 and gave their lives trying to save their fellow New Yorkers. We memorialized the passengers on United 93 who determined that they wouldn't be victims and fought back. Ultimately, they died, but they died as heroes. Looking back, where are we as a people? Where are we now? For a fleeting moment, we were one. Sure, we had our differences, but we could still be friends. Now we treat those with differing ideologies as other. Should they have concurring opinions, well, then it it, it must be a grift. I would be lying if I said I was above this fray. I'm as guilty of it as the next person. If we can make it back from this event horizon to those people we were on 9-12, how much different would our discourse be? If only we could find ourselves as humble as when the world stopped turning on that September day. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to this episode. Um, with everything that's happened in the world, with Afghanistan and the sloppy pullout there, I have had so much to reflect on as throughout this day, as I was thinking of what I'm going to say for the show and, you know, what I'm going to use. Um, I do have to give props and many thanks to uh, Keith Malinak. Uh, Keith Malinak at the Blaze, uh, years ago, he put that audio clip together that I 
played, you know, underneath my opinions on 9-11. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure it'll get flagged somewhere because you know, there's a lot of music that he had the rights to when he made the clip that I don't have. So I'm probably not going to be sharing this on YouTube because they'll immediately take it down. But again, Keith, thank you for putting that together. I know it was very hard for you when you did that several years ago when you were in Charleston, but it, it should be hard. We should look back and reflect on, you know, who we were then and who we've become since. So again, thank you to everyone who listened. Uh, Please rate and review the show. I'm not going to go through the spiel. If you want to support the show, please, by all means, uh, go to RelentlessDaring.com. Hit that donate button at the top. You can set up a one-month or a, or a one-time or a monthly recurring donation. Everything goes into keeping the show up. Again, thank you so very much. And as always, stay relentless.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.